This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, that's right. We do a podcast on a Wednesday. Al, what's up, man? Jerry... You tweeted something out. It's got me very concerned. Uh, uh, the Good Morning Football crew. Yeah. Specifically, Mr. Kyle Brandt, who was Jim Rome's former producer. He did a segment on Good Morning Football with uh, Brett Michaels of Poison. Yeah. And he was quizzing him on nicknames and whether they were rockers oh. or NFL players. How about that? Ripping us off, Jerry. I've had my lawyers. Put together a cease and desist. Nice. Not even 100% sure what that... Like, I've heard the term cease and desist. It means stop. It means stop doing what you're doing. Our lawyers will be in touch. We'll probably sue Roger Goodell <laughs> and the entire NFL, Jerry. We could do that. But they are ripping us off. They are. Although I took it as a compliment. That means we're doing something right. If something shows up like this on MLB Network where they do uh, 1980s baseball <laughs> players, Jerry... If Mad Dog starts doing that on high heat, then we got a problem. We got a problem. I agree. I was I was blown away when I saw it this That's morning. That's great. I'm like, wait, what is this? What is this now? I'm like, nah, this can't be our thing. And, and they're and they tape in New York, Jerry. Of course they do. And on their way in, what are they listening to? Us warm up show. I actually do believe that. Same here, Jerry. I do believe that. But you could also here's the other thing that sometimes happens with this because I've seen you know people sometimes they're saying oh Letterman did this or somebody else stole this or just, sometimes it's like a producer that hears something goes oh and the host has no idea that we oh, do course. rockers or sure. football players I could see that and they probably yeah. think we're not watching or paying attention right. oh no no I love oh, NFL no. Network I'm paying attention Jerry's paying attention I am paying attention I of course wouldn't have seen it unless Jerry tweeted out because I don't follow Good Morning Football I do and NFL. NFL, the entire NFL, or the I like, NFL Network. I think I follow. I follow the people, Jerry. I follow Kim hey, Jones. Adams. I follow Kim Jones, and I follow Ian Rappaport, and then I follow Adam Schefter of ESPN. That's okay. enough. That's there enough. Those are my three football people. That's enough. And pro football talk. Okay, four people. All right, that's four. I follow four football related things. I heard. I heard uh, G killing Dennis Wazak before. No one knows. You're familiar with him, Dennis? Wa- yeah, he's been covering the Jets since. Scott, I think 2007, I think. Is that right? Yeah. So he's probably driving around going, who is this? What? No, Dennis is cool, man. He's a listener. He's a good he, guy. Yeah, he likes that. He loved Boomer and Carton, and I haven't talked to him in a while. Um, but I know at the beginning, he you know, he enjoyed Geo coming on board. Yeah. Dennis is a really good guy. He's, you know, there every day. 
So he knows what's going on. So he does. He would be a guy. He would be an insider. 100%. More so than anybody here. I had a lot of people reach out to me yesterday, Jerry. There was a uh, an error, a podcasting error yesterday. Uh, I did. And you're very subtle. Uh, <laughs> blame, no blame. <laughs> so. So the the post game podcast was correct for Tuesday, okay, and then it fed into Monday's warm up show by accident. That's unfortunate. Uh, that was a user error. I said I don't like to blame people, but it was Eddie Scazzeri because I know Eddie's not on <laughs> not on Twitter and wouldn't have seen it. Yes, that's true. Uh, so I let Eddie know today nicely. I didn't be like, "What are you? What the hell?" Right. Uh, so, but it's cool because people think it was something controversial. So we didn't put it on the, we didn't post it. Nothing controversial. No. Just a just good show you missed. User error. That's all. That's it happens. It, it happens yeah. sometimes. Jerry. Oh, and they missed your fraudulent five. Right. You missed the fraudulent five. I'd tell you what they were, but they're so fraudulent. I sometimes forget. It was Cardinals. Cowboys. Jets. Yep. Chargers. Cow- Cowboys. Chargers. And who was the other? It was one that really surprised. Oh, the Jaguars. Jets that surprised me. Jags. Yeah, Jaguars and I'm Jets on the Jaguar me. bandwagon. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I saw a couple people. Uh, something must have come out about inflation, about uh, w- however they measure inflation. Yes. Well, everything Cause, costs more money. So. Yeah, because I saw a guy, Adami, tweeting about inflation, and then it was right after that somebody else was tweeting about inflation. So yeah. I was like, oh, they must have released inflation numbers. But someone used, in particular, the price of a banana. Yeah, I saw this. And I said, you know, and I'm shocked every time I buy bananas. How cheap they are. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Like a banana is a, almost a a meal. It's a, it's an absolute snack for sure. And it's girthy and it's a filling and it's pennies. Yeah, I agree. Because I get a, a thing of like seven or eight bananas. Like a dollar twenty five. It's like a dollar eleven. Yeah, I know, I know. It's nothing. And then you 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 juxtapose that to blueberries, mm-hmm. which will cost you eight dollars for this small little. This <laughs> is nothing. Yes. So I agree with you, hundred percent. I'm with you. It's uh, one of the great bargains, even at an incredibly high rate. If you go to like a Seven Eleven or a convenience yeah. store, they have them at the counter, yeah. and They're they fifty sell them. cents. Yeah, they sell them individually, and I think that's a bargain. Me too. You're like I. You're telling me I can come in here and get two bananas. For a dollar, or I can spend four fifty on a protein bar. Right, like I'm getting the two bananas. I completely agree with you. For the longest time, I think the biggest bargain used to be if you went into uh, into a supermarket or convenience store, you buy one banana and a daily newspaper. Okay, it was like under fifty cents, and you'd be out the door. And you would have a newspaper and a banana to eat while you were reading the newspaper. I thought you were going to go with the generic cigarettes that would cost a dollar fifty instead of three dollars. Right, but you didn't go there. I, I did you. not go there. Okay, but yeah. So a banana is still, even with inflation, still a bargain. I agree, hundred percent. I couldn't think of any much uh, any other real bargains in the food world other than a banana. Like off the top of my head, like what uh, else is like a really great deal? You know, it's still a good deal. It's not healthy. Yeah. But a bagel is still a good deal. You get a bagel for 80 cents. Right, a plain bagel. Lunch. Yeah. You know, it, it legit is lunch. It's nothing. And I'm not saying you're putting cream cheese on it for 350 I mean, if you just buy a salted bagel, mm-hmm. it right. ain't the healthiest thing. But it's like a pretzel. hundred Absolutely. So if you if you really have no money or you're trying to save money. Rice, bagels, and bananas. You have a, a banana for breakfast. You have a salted bagel for lunch. And rice. Rice, rice and beans, and beans, for beans and rice, as Dave Ramsey yeah. would say. Dave Ramsey used to say Load that. Load up Jerry. on the be- the beans. Rice and beans, beans and rice. Yeah, the rice, yes. And he'd say the only time you're going to see the inside of a restaurant is when you're working in it. Pasta also very cheap. 
Pasta's cheap. Yes. Uh, you buy a, you buy a pound of pasta on sale for a dollar, and that feeds the whole family. Put a little yeah. butter on it, and you know, honestly, or throw some beans in it. It's a very cheap meal. These are great bargains. We should yeah. do a whole podcast, Jerry, on bargains in the supermarket. Yeah, well, I kind of feel like we are right now. Not <laughs> by a roll, right? Not as filling as a bagel, though. But You're yes. right. You're right. The bagel Rolls is airier and lighter. The salted bagel is essentially a hard pretzel. Yeah. Or a soft tasty. pretzel. Soft pretzel. And, and very, tasty. Very tasty. I also the, the, the cinnamon raisin bagel, correct. too. Correct. Cinnamon raisin's very good. It's like having your lunch and your dessert all at once. Yeah. <laughs> a little sweetness in it. <laughs> so delicious. It is. So delicious. Yuppers. And I love my new thing that I like with bagels is the uh, whole wheat bagel, the everything bagel, but whole wheat. Yeah. Oh, so good. That's yeah, good. So you good. do know you're not saving much on that, though. What I've do you always told you like, this. Oh, with the whole whole yeah. wheat, yeah. It's really more for show than it is anything. It's a little better, but it ain't like it right, ain't it's great. Not, right, because it's not 100% whole wheat. No, whole. I think the uh, Eddie Erickson used to own a, remember him? Yes, I was going to think. I knew you. someone had told yeah. me about He this. used to own a bagel shop. Yes. And I believe the guidelines, and maybe they're different now, but this was when he uh, owned his shop. The guidelines were 30% whole wheat to 70% regular. Just and enough you could to classify it as a whole wheat bagel. Just enough to change the color. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I, I mean, it's better. I, that's why if you buy like a loaf of whole wheat bread, you'll see the ones that say 100% whole wheat or whole grain. And it tastes as good as the other ones. Yeah, they don't. But it's still you can get used to it. Oh, you get used to anything. That's yeah. why I like the Ezekiel bread. Yes, Ezekiel oh, bread. I'm a big fan. Of it. It's not bread. You know what I had over the weekend? I had a uh, Triscuit. Oh, I love Triscuits. I haven't had a Triscuit in a long Triscuits time. Triscuits are phenomenal. And then, so I was eating a Triscuit, and Gina goes, oh, yeah, these are good for you. I go, what do you mean? I go, because this, to me, tastes, you know what it tasted like? Uh, a um, Tostito a little bit. And I was like, if I could Salt. eat if I could eat these instead of Tostitos, and we compared, you can't. Here, no, you can't. You get, there's a lot more fiber in them, though. So there, there's better parts of it. It ain't yeah. good, though. Right, there was more sugar in it than yeah. a Tostito. It's not healthy. It was delicious. It is. They're awesome. Anything, I, would, I would rather have them than chips, though. Yeah. I don't know why. Anything crunchy and delicious is not good for you. No, it's not. You're right. Although we do have things here in the vending machine. Yeah. They're bean chips. I see you grabbing those sometimes. I love those. Bean it's chips? Only, the bag is only 120 calories. All right. And I'm not saying they're good for me, but they're not Doritos and they ain't Fritos. I'm telling you they're better than that. Yeah. So it's a healthier crappy snack. Right. I like those. Healthier crappy snack. <laughs> yeah, most snacks, unless it's a fruit or a vegetable, are crappy. I are. Uh, I was sent an article by a, a woman named Gina, Jerry. Perhaps you've met her. I'm sure I have. She said, see what Jerry thinks of this article. You know how we say, I've talked about sometimes, like, on the, and the, it's the problem with, like, with media now and COVID. Like, you can find articles that back up whatever your point of view is. Yes, you can. You can anything. read anything. Like, you can read an article that says if you drink two cups of coffee, it may give you cancer, mm-hmm. or... If you drink two cups of coffee, it'll prolong your life. So she sends me this article from Neuroscience News, which sounds like a... Sounds legit. Sounds legitimate. Sleeping longer... Is not good for your life, right? Sleeping longer than six and a half hours a night associated with cognitive decline. Now, how is that possible? Exactly. It says, here's the summary of this article. Older adults who sleep less than four and a half hours... Or more than six and a half hours per night are at a greater risk of cognitive decline. 
Well, what was my excuse? I sleep six hours a night, between five and a half and six every night. And I so you're right in the middle there. You're I can't perfect. Remember a damn thing. I know. My either. head's nothing but a cloud. Yeah, it's a it, it's bad. If you listen to this radio station, anybody in the morning, we all struggle to find words. Yeah, it's such a weird thing from the isn't sleep. It? Yeah, and I even listened to a podcast with my friend uh, Whitney down in uh, Tampa, Florida. He worked in radio his whole life. I think he he said on the podcast he's sixty something years old. Mm-hmm. Every question he was like sh- trying to get the words. I'm like, this is from the radio. Yeah, it is. It's the lifestyle. Lifestyle. But that comes with any job, right? You work at the airport and you're the guy landing planes, loud engines. Yeah. I mean, there's, I think unless you are the type, well, I like her. Uh, she was from house. I think unless you're the type of person that is going to build your own business, buy your own business, and buy or get into a business that has a really nice, calm you know, peaceful lifestyle that's not going to require you to be up at the crack of dawn or up past midnight or whatever. It's kind of what it is. Like an, like an accountant around tax time. They don't sleep. Don't sleep. The month of April, you know, mid-March to mid-April, well, you know, when tax day is usually April 15th. I know it's been weird the last couple of years. They, they work round the clock that month. It's not healthy. And they'll say, well, I just got to get to the 15th and then I'm going on vacation and I'll reset. Okay. Damage is done though. You know, it always fascinates me when, like, ER workers work these 18-hour shifts. Don't we want them working six-hour shifts so they're at the top of their game? Right. Do you really want to go into an ER and see somebody who's been there for 20 hours? No. Me neither. Let me go wake up the doctor. He's taking a power nap now while it's slow. (laughs) What? (laughs) He'll be fine in uh, figuring out what's wrong with you and giving you needles and this sort of thing. You know who's got it right? The firefighters in... A lot of them will work. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have a fire to go to, they do sleep at the firehouse. Right. But they'll work like a day or two on and two or three off. Awesome. I don't want to be a firefighter, and I applaud people that do that. But I don't know. There's got to be a better way than the way we do it because it stinks. Yeah, so it's uh, not good. So, But it says right there, Jerry, as long as you're sleeping between four and a half, not less, and no more than six and a half hours, you're good. No, then I'm good. I am really good. You're cognitively good, Jerry. Like tonight I will get... Oh, tonight's going to be tight. What do you got tonight? Well, I have a Rutgers game. Rutgers? So by the time I get home tonight, uh, might be four hours tonight. Try to get four and a half. I don't know that I can. I won't be home home till 10. So you got Rutgers tonight, then warm-up show tomorrow. That's, you know... Yes. How about that? And tomorrow's what, Thursday? Tomorrow's Thursday. All right. Oh, I got to do my rocker... Um, yeah, your quiz. You said 1989. 80s, we're back to baseball or football? I don't remember. Oh, football. I thought it was football. It is football. 1989 football. I also saw an article, Jerry, about um, pandemic purchases okay. that people made that they kind of regret. Sure. On the top of the list was Peloton bikes. You know what's so funny about the Peloton bike is I have probably five five friends for sure, maybe more, but five that I can think of off the top of my head that all bought them. Three of them are obsessed with them, and still to this day, every day. The other two, one was obsessed and just completely fell off. The other bought it and got on it once and was like, I don't like riding bikes. Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> and they are still paying it off. Now, I bought a Nordic track bike. Now, I didn't buy it for me. I know I, I'm not interested in it, 
But we bought it for my son who had surgery last September, and he was nervous about getting into basketball shape once recovery was done, and he couldn't lift weights for at least 8 to 12 weeks, I think it was, and which also meant he couldn't run. And there were a lot of things he couldn't do as he recovered. And the one thing the doctor said he could do is ride a bike, so me and my wife, and he seemed into it. So we decided to get the bike, and the bike arrived. <laughs> Never forget, I got the bike, and I'm like, hey, we got something for you if you want to come down and give it a try. He's like, that? We're like, yeah, he goes, I, I hate riding bikes. Like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> okay. We, Me and my wife looked at each other. She says, well, I think we jumped the gun on that one. <laughs> so she uses it a little bit, but yeah. nothing. I don't regret doing it because we did it with really good intentions. Yes. I regret not asking him if he would have liked to have done it. <laughs> it just seemed like his reaction in the doctor's office was, oh, I can do that. But he meant he would get on a bike and go right around the neighborhood. He's not interested in just sitting in the basement. Yeah. And I was like, damn. All right, my bad on that one. So I don't have a regret as making a pandemic purchase, but regret that I didn't ask him if he actually wanted it. And so you didn't make any weird pandemic purchases that you felt like, well, I shouldn't have done this. No, I don't think I did. No, because not for nothing. With the pay cuts we took, I was broke. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be honest? I was. Forgot about that part. Yeah. I lost out a lot. I mean, as many did. So, and last time I checked, our tuition didn't go down. Nothing changed. I still had to pay the mortgage. Um, so, you know, we weren't buying anything. So you didn't make any uh, dumb pandemic purchases not. that you later regret? No, I, I don't think so. Did you? I bought a... Uh... Condo yes. in Bradley Beach? <laughs> no, no, no. That was fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was fine. Uh, I did have a lot of people go, do you regret doing that? Now I go, no. Why I, would you? And I I made that deal before the pandemic was even a thing. That's you know true. How long it takes for a house yeah, to go right, through right, and all right. that stuff. But uh, no, I did purchase uh, a uh, an electric ukulele. Why? I don't know. <laughs> That's just called boredom. Yeah, I was bored and I was on the Guitar Center website. I have a regular ukulele, which I could barely play. So you thought it'd be better to spend more money? (laughs) But I saw saw one that looked like a Bruce Springsteen guitar. Oh, okay. But a ukulele, and it was made by Fender, who makes that guitar. You realize you're morphing into Andy Griffith right in front of our eyes. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) You on the porch with a ukulele (laughs) as you're aging. (laughs) And I saw, oh, an electric one. I could plug this into an amplifier. Mm. I bet it would sound even better. How'd it sound? I plugged it in once. And I was like, well, this is dumb. <laughs> then I just had it there and I ended up selling it. Oh, you did? You didn't return it? No, I, I didn't even think of it until, right. like, it didn't kick in that it was dumb until I was long past the Got return it. date. That's funny. So I, it, I think I I think I paid like one sixty for Damn. it. Damn. And I think I sold it for $70. Yeah. But I felt like I got something out of it. Yeah, no, I hear you. That's just, that sucks. Yeah, that does suck. That sucks. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, yeah, that was my pan. I was reading the list of things that people in this article had, uh, in the survey, what people had purchased. Hot tubs. Yeah, well, the big, I think the biggest seller during the pandemic were outdoor above ground pools. Couldn't get them. Really? I'm almost certain because remember when that happened, no one was going anywhere. Beaches were closed. Right. And so people wanted to put pools in their backyard right, because they were fly. basically homebound. Right. And pools got backloaded until the end of the summer for a lot of people. At that point, you already spent the money, so they're coming to do it. I could see the hot tub, too. That, to me, is that something... We have friends that have that. I've never been interested in a hot tub me in the backyard. Neither. There's zero appeal. Mm-hmm. 
Not for me. And it seems like it's work to maintain. Anything that's work well, to maintain, I'm out. It's not as much as a, as a pool in terms of the work, but yes, it definitely you've got to maintain them. You know what the beauty of a hot tub, though, is? Is if you don't maintain it properly and you lose it a little bit, it's not that much water. Drain it, refill it. The right. pool takes three days to drain, <laughs> as I did this summer, because I lost it when we went on vacation. I had the pool, and I've always had a guy take care of it because I'm not good with it. But the guy moved down by Atlantic City. He's like, I like you guys, but I'm not driving up to take care of it. I'm like, it's fine. I couldn't find anyone else. So I like went on YouTube, and I was learning how to really take care of an above-ground pool. And, uh, man, May, June, July, no worries at all. Went on vacation in early August, came back green. And because the filter wasn't on, there was no the chemicals weren't being put in. When you fill a pool with water. Yeah. No, it doesn't shoot your water bill up that much, if that's what you're going to ask. Yeah. I don't know why or how. It always fascinates me. Is it up a little bit? Yes. But not like $300. Is it like, Whoa, we owe we have six thousand. Because to me, if I'm the water company, I'd be like, you some 11,000 gallons of water in three days? You owe me two grand. Yes. No. I, maybe 50 bucks. It's nothing. It really is nothing. Yeah, that's strange. It just takes time. Yeah. So it is an increase, but it's not as noticeable as you would think. Yeah, I was wondering, is it very noticeable? Right. That's like one of those things. You know, it's interesting with, we and I certainly do it because of how much we use of it. But like, you ever think about what a bargain a gallon of gas is? If you've got a car that gets 30 miles per gallon, for $3.35, you can drive anywhere you want within a 35-mile radius. Yeah. You don't need a bus. You don't got to hop on a train. You're not hitchhiking. You're not riding a bike. You're not jogging. Three bucks. 35-mile radius. Yeah, and people get angry at the price of gas. Meanwhile, I like when they compare it to, like, a gallon of milk. No, nah, you can't do that. But it's, right? Yeah. It's funny. No, it seems like it does The problem seem... is when you do 25,000 miles a year. Right. Then a... it begins to add up. Oh, it adds up all right. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. I believe this will be Wednesday's warm-up show. Today is Wednesday. And we'll be back tomorrow, Thursday... With the warm-up show at 5 a.m. We will see you then. So! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It is 5.01. We're that close to 6 o'clock. How about that? It's Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. The Eddie Scazzeri. I imagine you're a handsome guy in your own dreams. Al Dukes, what is up? We call you Al Aloysius Dukes today. What's up, bud? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, there was not, uh, I don't think any sports were on yesterday. There were. It was, it was about 100 college basketball games. Oh. The Devils beat the Panthers 7-3. Oh, is that right? 
the Bucks beat the 76ers, which Spike was tweeting about. Milwaukee Bucks? Mm, uh, yes. Okay. Now they play the Knicks, I think, right? Tonight. Tonight. In, oh. Yes, at the at Garden. At the Garden, Jerry. Correct. Jerry, they call it the Mecca. A lot of teams very scared to come into the Garden. Well, so. the radio crew calls it the Mecca. The I'm not sure how many other people call it the Mecca at this point. There is no chance, like, these 18- and 19-year-old basketball players on other teams have don't give a care in the world about Madison Square Garden. I would think? agree most of them. Yeah. Some of them, believe it or not, do. They and do. I can only tell you from the, garden. the games I have done there, the kids are excited to play there. Like, do you think if you're a rock star, do you think if you're Bruce Springsteen and it's the garden that it means something different than, like, the 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 the, the whatever that place is in Indiana where they play I basketball? think there's a different energy, yeah. Yeah, that's I what do. I think. I think so. Rockers, yeah. Jerry. I do. The rockers. News never played Madison Square Garden? Who's I think a big band that has a ton of hits? Train. Is that true? Yeah, people don't feel they're big enough to play the garden. I think they are. Me too. When I see some acts that are there, how are they not? That's the other odd thing. You'll see some acts there, you'll be like, yeah. how's this? And then they sell out the garden. Yeah, and you and I have discussed that too. We had a little loop, Jerry. Uh something like that, yes. Well, it's the year of the concert coming up in uh, 2022. Coming up 2022. <laughs> All right. Uh, twenty twenty two didn't go so well, so <laughs> so, yeah, there was not a whole lot going on for me sports-wise last night, Jerry. So Or it, any day for you. <laughs> so I clicked on over to the uh, Discovery Plus app, which I'm I love. I'm sorry to hear that. No, it was good. So We're into the, the sh- baseball free agent stuff? <laughs> I like to catch up on that on social media <laughs> I hear and you. news I sites. I don't want to watch stuff about I got it, Jerry. So I found this show last night called Undercover Underage. Okay, now that intrigues me. Yeah. So it's a series where uh, this woman, and she has other women she works with, they pose as underage uh, girls mm. on the internet uh, and and try to catch these dudes. But the weird thing is, you know, you are innocent until proven guilty. So the conversations they have with these guys, they had to change their voices. Now, are, they, are these cops? They're not cops. They're an organization that's trying to protect the children. So what they do is once they get to a certain point with these guys sure. and the guys have committed a crime, they alert the cops, and then the cops take over. So now, first of all, they're creeps, number one. Creepers, Let's get that Jerry. out of the way. Yeah. And they should go to jail if they're preying on young kids mm-hmm. for sure. My question, though, is so what is entrapment? Is that only if you're a cop? I don't know how that works. That's a great because question. Because what you're describing sounds like you're setting them up. They're getting set for up them for them to sure. commit the crime. Yeah, so they set up these profiles of like 15-year-old girls, and then oh, the, they wait for dudes Lord. to... And sometimes the girl wakes up, she's got 50 messages from all different dudes. So, but the one of the weird things, if that's not weird enough, Jerry, because it's innocent until proven guilty, they can't have the guy's voices on the show, so they voice change it. So the conversations are... You heard your voice, didn't you? <laughs> No, but it sounds like this. Well, you look pretty good. Uh, how old are you? You know, it's like really this deep <laughs> voice, which makes it even creepier than just a... <laughs> you sounded when you met Gina the first night. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I would like to meet you out for dinner. <laughs> Uh, and dudes are immediately sending uh, pictures of them in underpants. Like, come so on. Weird. And they know, <laughs> and they're doing that knowing that they're underage or yeah. thinking they're underage. Yes. Man. So they, yeah, so that in order to get it to become a crime, Jerry, the the women who are posing as the girls have to be the the guys ask how old they are. They go, oh, I'm fifteen. And they, these clowns still go through. Still with it. go through with it. You know, this is why you have the quotes from us that you have. People are garbage. Just filth, man. The other weird thing though with this group, Jerry, on this show, the women uh, get makeup done so they appear to be fifteen years old and video chat with these guys. Mm. Wait, the older women. The, the one woman I think is like look younger. Yeah. 
and they uh, video chat with the guys to you know, lure them in. There's Jay. not a part of you that has your skin crawl when you watch this stuff. I'm not saying yes, it's not good why, to be aware of it happening. That's why I like to see what's going Because here's the thing. You never know people, Jerry. That's why I watch these shows on serial killers, on child predators, on... Also uh, makes you paranoid, though. Uh, it does. But Or it makes me very aware of the world. I think it does both. You have great awareness, but you're also paranoid. Well, and there's got to be some happy balance. I'd like to meet you at the Applebee's for dinner. It's like, okay. It was like the old uh, the show on uh, Dateline. <laughs> yes. When they would try to lure uh, the, the girls to be like, I've made lemonade. It's in the kitchen. And then the guys would go in the kitchen and the, the cops would be there. I'm, I'll, uh, Eddie, I'll just lay low and you can take all these little clips. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I was watching last night. So uh, very intriguing. Like um, you said. Yes. I, well, I suppose it's intriguing. It's also disgusting. Because I had run out of a 90-day fiancé the other way. I'm caught up. I'm sorry. But tonight, okay. Jerry, I've got the Knicks to no, uh, keep, you don't. Me, keep me you busy. You won't watch. I'll you will not on. watch more than three minutes of the Knicks I'll have a, have a lot of the Knicks on to see what R.J. Barrett's up to. Oh, wow. Look at you. To see what uh, Antepa Tacupo's up to After him, can you name me one Milwaukee buck? The uh, brother of Giannis. Well, that's fair. That uh, counts. That, uh, yeah. Yes. Mm, I don't, I don't, care. A, I don't uh, care for that answer. Give me a first name. I'll give you a last name. Chris. Oh, come on, Jerry. That's a too generic. I need like a name like Giannis. No. I gave you Chris. Weber. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that guy's on the (laughs) team. Yes. Uh, Well, that's why I didn't want to just say Brooke. I mean, Um, you get that. um, (laughs) mm -hmm. (laughs) Chris Weber is there? Yes, he wow. won an NBA title last wow. year. We actually had a conversation of how much it bothered me to see him, like happy for him, but right. bothered to see him win an NBA championship, you not with the Nets. You don't think he wants to be with the Nets now? The Nets are hot. They're Brooklyn. They've got KD. They've got James Harden. He Kyrie. won a championship in Milwaukee. Uh, Why would he want to be there? Eh, it's not the no. same. But he won an NBA title. All right. He's it a means a lot to guys. He's a champion. He is the champion. Yes, he is. Yes, I was he just is. Uh, scrolling through Twitter before the program, Jerry. I like You're this. kidding. You? <laughs> I like to see what's going on with social media, Jerry. Yes. And I saw that Neil Best had uh, tweeted out a story. And you know how, like... Uh, on the warm-up show? No, not about the warm-up show. He never writes about us. No. Uh, Newsday's one of those uh, papers that you got to pay to see it. Mm-hmm. So I clicked on the link, and of course it, it showed the article. I started reading the first sentence, and it went to the paywall. So I said, oh, I think I can sneak this. I, I refreshed and took a picture of it, and I got the <laughs> article. <laughs> what was it about? It was about Steve Summers. Last night was his last show, correct? No, it says his final show is will be Friday night. Oh, it is Friday night. Okay. And then the article also said there will be a special show in his honor on Monday afternoon. Oh, how nice. Yeah. I guess that's Craig doing that? I don't know if it's Craig or if it's Moose and Maggie. I don't know what, what day part it is okay. in. Okay. I didn't get to screen grab that. Well, part. he did do middays for a very long time. So sweater in the schmooze. Yeah. So that would be kind of neat if Moose and Maggie did something yeah. in that time slot for him, or if Craig and Evan did something in the afternoon. And if they wore sweaters that I day, su- I suppose. Yes, although he wasn't the one with the sweater. Oh, it was the other guy? That was Russ's. Deal. Russ Salzberg. Correct. Russ Salzberg is uh, to me most famous for Mike Tyson uh, yelling at him. Never, I'm not aware of that. Uh, do you know that one, Eddie? Where Mike Tyson was doing the um, yes. He was doing like one of these conference or, call or something. Not a, it was on video mm-hmm. of a video. Um, 
I don't know if it was a conference like a call. satellite type, yeah, deal? like a satellite type deal. And Russ Salzberg asked him something, and he he was very rude to Russ Salzberg. Really? Yeah. Was Russ rude back? I get the sense he would. Russ be. was like, "Nice, Mike. Nice job, Mike. Real classy, Mike." You know, I gotta, I, actually, to, I gotta watch it during the break. I think I vaguely remember that now. I forget what he said. It was yeah. something like very rude and per- potentially sexual that he said to Russ Salzberg. If I remember this correctly, people got after Russ and Steve sometimes. They had fun with them. Not yeah. in a case like that, but there was the one caller where <laughs> the caller he was seemed like a legit call, yeah. and then all of a sudden gave the whole D. Douchebag says what? Yes. And the two of them says what? (laughs) (laughs) What did he say? (laughs) And then Russ is like, after probably 30 seconds, I think we just got played. I think we just got, I think we just fell for douchebag. Everyone was asleep at the wheel on that one because no one, I don't know if Eddie was in the, was the producer for that one or not. No. Him and Dove were there. I, they, none picked up on that one. That was funny. That used to be a thing we do in uh, grammar school. A douchebag says what? Oh, what is this now? Huh? <laughs> I still try. I still think when callers call me sometimes and I can't, and they talk real fast. Yeah, I think they're trying to get me to like. Uh, they might be. And they could be recording it on the other side. So I always say, I'll always, I won't ever answer what. I'll be like one more time, or I try to do it so it's not. Huh? So if he says douchebag says what, I'm not saying what. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then I'm free. Yes, I'm not the douchebag. I'm t- and I think it was a hockey call. I could be wrong, but I feel like it was a hockey call when they got him. Yeah. Which was funny. All right. And by the way, you know Russ is still in, like, Giants coverage? Russ Salzberg? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Russ Salzberg is still around the Giants facility. And I don't know if he works for us or for the TV network over there, but yeah. I don't think he works for us. We would know if Russ Salzberg still worked here. You would think. I mean, um, last time you listened to the Giants postgame show will be the first time you listen to the <laughs> Giants postgame show. And you know I'm right about that. That's true. Right. That's true. It's yeah. tough, especially when they lose a lot, Jerry. I can't get locked in. Plus, you hate them. The Giants? Yes. Only this year. I, only this year? I rooted for them, rooted for them. Not they, really. I did. I would say the last couple of years, no. you have not had any interest. That's true, because they've done ticked nothing. me off. Yeah, nothing. Because every year. The, They're 2-7 the, and seven every year. The biggest one was, I forget how many years ago now, because it's been so many years in a row of this, where it was like, I remember we went over to the... The Giants to do our 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 preseason show, and Craig went to camp. the Jeff facility instead. <laughs> Craig accidentally went to the wrong place, and the Giants were so cocky. Like I remember, the players yeah. were cocky. I forget who the coach was at the time. Was it Ma- McAdoo? Right, yeah, it was. Uh, no, I think Pat Shermer. Yeah, I think Pat I remember. Shermer. I think I remember the show you're talking. Like, Beckham like, was very. They were all cocky, yeah, Jerry. I know exactly like, what you're talking I was about, like, huh? and I fell for it. And that was when sports betting was first uh, yeah. legal in New Jersey. And I was like, I'm not taking. Never. No, that's when I did a $20 bet for a full season. Wow. Bet. <laughs> to go, was, to go, win was $28. <laughs> you were really invested every game. Dope. But that, and then they did what they're doing now. Like they lose their five yeah. straight. So I'm like, what? Yeah, a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. So that's when it started my negative energy towards the Giants. And the show when Craig went to Jets camp, that was the show when he called you, Eddie, in the control room and said, can you buy me a few extra few minutes? And you said, no, I can't because of TV. And he told you to go F yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, sir, die. I was like, you know, but it was like I was 30 seconds away from hitting the open. <laughs> I'm like, no. No. <laughs> yeah. Pretty funny. You, sir, Die. No, we're not saying that's die. what he said. And then he hung up right. <laughs> well, he was angry, and I understand why. He was, yeah, but 
How about this? Go to the right place. Yes. Go that's to the on you, not on us. Well, that's when we, were, we went back to back one day at Jets, one right. day at Giants. Uh, and I guess we haven't done them because of the coronavirus. Correct. Of course. So maybe next season we'll be back. I would think so. I would think, I would like to think in 2022, yeah. as we continue, I think, to move past this a little bit, I would hope that we would be back to some sort of normal in that way. Those are always fun because everyone's excited for the season. Yeah. You haven't lost a lot of games. All of your players are fresh. What's the phrase for baseball? Hope springs eternal. Is that right? right? Is that the phrase, Eddie? Yeah. Hope springs eternal. Basically, it doesn't matter who you are. You've got a very promising spring and summer ahead of you, and you never know. You never know. And then you get out there, and you start 1-10, and and your season's over. And then it's not even July 4th weekend, and you're already out of the And you realize you're the Cleveland Indians, and you haven't won since God knows when. Yeah. And we're back to this crap. I thought the Cleveland Indians were in a World Series. They were with the Cubs, but I'm saying the Indians haven't won since 1940. Been a what while. year is it? 1940, something like that. It is a long time since that. That's why when they played the Cubs, it was such a all right. Well, one of these two teams gonna break their right curse streak, curse. whatever you want to call it. The curse like, streak. You're getting a champion here finally, and that's why those ratings, I think, are the best ratings baseball's had in a long time for the World Series. Yeah. How about that? How about that? <laughs> I still don't know like when that happened. When baseball became local only. Like, when did that happen? I think baseball's always been. I really do. I really think baseball's always been local because it's the only team you've been able to watch. Yeah, you watch them all year. There's a tons of coverage because yeah. there's uh, pre-games and post-games and uh, sports radio in your town. 100%. And I'm, now, I, again, I, and I always go to my son and his friends because it's a different generation and they consume sports a lot different than we uh, we did and the way I still do. And even baseball for them now that's the one sport I still find, and this is so strange to me. Football, they've got 9 million favorite players, and they like to do the fantasy sports, and they're up on every NFL team, which is amazing to me. NBA is the same way. It's player first, team second. And yet baseball, and again, it's a group of 9 or 10 guys I'm talking about. Baseball is the one sport they're still team first, which is fascinating to me. I'm a big team guy, Jerry. You know I love the Mets. You know, football, I love the Cardinals, the Chargers, the Bucks, the Cowboys, the We do a segment Cowboys, called Al's Fairweathered Fraudulent Five. I like all of you're these. Not a, I'm team not, first no, as well, but no, I like a lot. I just like a lot of them. Your you're son, a logo man. Your son and his friends love a lot of players. I love a lot of teams in the NFL. Yes, they love players in every sport except for baseball where it's mostly team, which yeah. is strange to me. So there was the rubber band man back in the 70s. You're the sports logo man. What does Rubber Band Man do? The song wow. Rubber Band Man. I don't know. Am I wrong on that? What, no. did it, what was it about? It's a song, Rubber mm-hmm. Band Man. I, what was it about? I don't know what it was about. I well, just why did that, you reference it? Because I just called you the sports logo man. Oh, and there was Rubber the Band Man. The 70s had the Rubber Band yes. Man. Now Maybe in I'll the 2020s, that. we've got Al the sports logo man. Maybe I'll play that out of the break. I'm actually thinking we could have a song parody coming up. Maybe I'll do it. And I'm thinking, oh. hey. Who knows? All right, when we come back, we're going to hear Rubber Band Man. Sports. Why the hell not? Plus some more sports because yesterday was crazy busy, believe it or not. I've got, I'm looking at some Mets stories here, Jerry. I see a Brian Cashman story. I see some NFL things. Yeah, we got a lot going on. And we've also got Boomer and Geo at six, so don't go away. We're coming right back on the fan. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, 
Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know this song. Get into it, Al. You're at the, you're at the club. It's 1977. Casey Kasem's on the radio. Even you can groove to this. I could dance. To I this. know you can. Is there a rubber band man dance? I, I don't know. Bum. Right now, Spike's like, I thought I told those idiots to play the bumper music. Even, uh, even Spike likes this. By the way, Spike ripped it up. I heard Paramore coming in, a little misery oh, business. Right? With, yes, I love the he's got. Oh, I, do I would well. say more in line with my thinking. More in lockstep. This is a good song. Other than this. One. You do know this song, do you not? I'm aware of Rubber Band Man by the Spinners, Jerry. Oh, yeah, this part I know. Right. I think my great-grandmother used to Man, Maybe. <laughs> That's very possible. She used to get down. Buying <laughs> rubbers. No, no, no. Not rubbers. Rubber band man. Come on. I did not realize it was the spinners, though. Spinner, I Jerry. Jerry, I got a tweet from Vito Vitale. Today's my birthday. The only thing I would want is a birthday shout-out on the warm-up show. We don't do that. You just did. No, we don't do it. That's what I'm saying. I know you just mentioned his name, that it's his birthday. We don't do that garbage. No, you know who does it? Eddie Scazzeri. Eddie loves, loves a, a birthday birth- shout out to Vito Vitale. Vito Vitale. Hey, Vito Vitale, good for you. Good for you. Another year gone. Jerry, we got uh, the New York Mets. Uh, there's a new man uh, in the in the mix for the Mets GM role. His name is Adam Cromie. Cromie? Okay. Adam Cromie. Former Nationals executive, Jerry. How long ago? Uh, 2017, he left to become an attorney. So he's been out of the game for four years. Four years out of the game, but he's ready to go. I also felt like I could become an attorney. Of course you could have. I Why could, not? right? No, I mean now. I could think you I become... still could. Why not? Why not, right? Go to school. Who was uh, Nick? No, we got a lot of guys around here that uh, were board ops and things, and they yeah. decided to go to, we. well, two of them. Well, specifically, I only remember um, Cronin, Dan Cronin. Uh, so there's three then. There's a, there was a fellow named Dan Cronin. There was the guy who board opt overnights for many years over Who's that? in Queens. I forget his name. Oh, and then uh, Nick, who was uh, your tape op, yes, for a while, who's now probably an attorney for the last five years right. there already. Rob Axisa. Rob Axisa. Yes, he's an attorney. Attorney. Oh, I didn't realize that they have a law firm together. Axisa and Cronin, and what was Nick's last name? Durst. Colombo. No, oh. no, Nick Durst is uh, trouble, Jerry. You do not want to be mixed in with uh, Nick Durst. Okay. But yeah, I feel like but then Colombo Exisa and uh, and Cronin. The problem with uh going to become an attorney or anything so much school. For what? It is a lot of school. We well, got to know Teach all the me laws. In a year. I guess I don't know why it takes how how many years right. it does take, but if you are going to in a lot of cases represent people yeah. and their lives, you got to know what you're doing. Do you think in law school it's a lot of writing, or is a lot of practicing, like pretending to be a lawyer. I think it's a lot of. I think it's a lot of writing and reading and reading comprehending. Sure. Oh. I don't think they're having law and order sketches. If that's what you're <laughs> asking me. All right, I'll play the victim. You play <laughs> the defendant. I, I don't think. I don't think you're. I don't think anybody's gonna be. Oh, you're Jack McCoy today. I don't think so. Study up. I don't think so. Which, by the way, that show's coming back. Law and order, and I think. I do think Jack McCoy's character is coming back too. 
Starring Adam Cromie, the former Nationals executive. No, maybe Rob Haxisa will be in it. Oh, and we can have Russell Mathis as one of the detectives. All right. He's a New York City police officer now. Yeah, Jerry, a lot of radio guys uh, go into law and law enforcement, evidently. I guess. At least here they do. So do you think this guy's going to be the Do you think you could be an attorney or a doctor first? Attorney. Okay. What kind of attorney would you be? Al Duke's attorney at law. I would. I uh, could see you being a personal injury attorney. No, and, and just suing people no, for cash. No, no. I would want to go uh, <laughs> after murderers. Really? Yeah. So that's diff. So you want to be a prosecutor? Prosecutor, Jerry. Mm. That's a lawyer, okay. right? Yeah, but I've always you like you no, want to pro- sue people. I do, but I also want to take bad guys off the street. Jerry. I would give you permission if you sued people. I would give you permission to use my drop cash, cash, give me cash. Cash, cash, got to be my local commercial. Yes. Hi. <laughs> do you need cash, cash, give me cash? <laughs> Did you take Zantac? Do you have a mesh where your hernia was? That would be awesome. Call 1-800-CASH-CASH-GIVE-ME-CASH. I would be in for that. <laughs> Can you get a phone number? <laughs> <laughs> Just keep, or cash, cash, give me cash.com. That's perfect. Give me cash.com. That's perfect. Taken. I, I bet you it's not. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I interrupted. I'm sorry. Jerry, um, Sandy Alderson also said, and this is something we had, you and I had kind of bantied about, that uh, there's a reluctance. This is what Andy Sandy Alderson said. Quote, admittedly, there's a reluctance to come to New York, but I think it's mostly about New York and not about Steve or the organization or what have you. It's a big stage, and some people would prefer to be elsewhere. Now. Truth. Truth bombs. Maybe. Yeah. The problem with that statement is. Yes. And I, I'll be honest with you, I don't know what else he could have said. That's a good one, though. That's not bad, because I heard he listens to the warm-up show, so I think that might be Smart. where he had that seed planted. The problem with his take is. This is the first time in my lifetime <laughs> that I have seen a New York team be unable to hire a general manager. Even the Brooklyn Nets have had no problem hiring a GM. The Knicks have no problem, and they're horrendous and have been for years and years, although they're better now. It's not gone well for them for the last 20 years. Jerry, this is why the Yankees, as much as people go, this is not why the Yankees have kept Brian Cashman. Yep, because they know no one else is interested coming to New York. Uh, did the difficult. Giants have any problems hiring Dave Gettleman? The Jets turn over a GM every three years. That's people true. want the job. They do I mean, seem come on. Well, that's in New Jersey. That's the difference, Jerry. All right, the Rangers don't yeah. have the problem. The Lou Lamarillo jumped at the Islander job. Come on now. So you're not buying this? No, New York's a big stage, but baseball in New York is a big stage. I'm buying the fact that some people may not want to move to New York, yeah, because other places in the country are a lot nicer, prettier. But come on, no, I don't. I don't buy that for a second. I just think there's something going on there, whether it's ownership and power. I don't know. I no, that's not why. No, I'm when sorry. I Wrong. when I saw the professional photo of Adam Cromie, the latest uh, new yeah. big thing, Esquire. It it looked like if if we were doing a movie about the Mets and this was going to be their new GM, it looked like it would be like mm, that does not a believable photo. It looks fake. What a what a dork um, you're going to say. Don't no, say no, that, no, Jerry. He no, might no, be no. running this team. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not, I was not going to say that. You just put you words s- in my mouth. You said what a 
a dork was coming out of your mouth next. I was going to say dorky photo. Dorky photo. I was not going to call him that because I don't know him. He's a lawyer. And he's an attorney. He don't, could sue me. Exactly. For slander. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this would be so great. You get a letter in the mail. Yeah, cash, you, cash. Give me your cash. <laughs> you just call me a dork because you're going to go to court. No, what it looks like, it literally looks like one of those made-for-TV commercials. Yes. Yeah. Hi. I'm Adam Cromie. <laughs> Have you been taking Zantac while your mesh hernia hurt? <laughs> Call Cromie and Associates Cromie. now. We'll get you the cash you deserve. <laughs> and by the way, we might be able to sign Albert Pujols for yes. cheap. <laughs> yes, for the cheaper. Because we're going to get uh, all this Mr. money. Mr. Cromie, he's 42. Right, oh, he's sorry, been, been out of the game a while. <laughs> Adam Cromie's uh, pitch might be, listen, I'll get all these people who took Zantac and had mesh hernias. I get all that money, then we buy Albert Pools. They this have is, Steve Cohen. Right. <laughs> Plenty of money. You don't need you to sue think. anybody. Oh, my God. You Le- would think, Jerry. Legit question. Yeah. Brian Cashman steps down at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Are the Yankees looking for a GM eight months later? <laughs> <laughs> you know the answer's no. You think they'd fill that quickly? <laughs> yes, I think they would fill it quickly. From within or from the outside? It doesn't matter. They'd fill it quickly. Because if it's from within, I can understand Within that. doesn't count. Within, I'll tell you this. Candidates will be lining up for that job. I guess. As opposed to right now, we just hired an out-of-baseball attorney. (laughs) We haven't hired him yet, but they're looking at an out-of-baseball attorney. What's going to be embarrassing is when this guy goes, yeah, I'm not interested. (laughs) You're you're not even in baseball. Can I ask you an honest, serious question? please do. Because you were very angry with this topic two weeks ago that the Mets hadn't hired a GM. And you said, not a big deal, they will. Correct. Two more weeks. So let's just recount. All right. The whole thing with what was the, the schlump's name that got the, the DUI? Oh, man. I'm blanking on it. Zach Scott. So Zach Scott got the DUI months ago. The Mets finally moved on. It's got to be four weeks now. I understood to a point what you were trying to say. We are now two weeks removed from that, and they've moved beyond the realm of active people in baseball. And their target right now is a guy who has been practicing law for the last four years. Mm. Do you not at least now admit that this is some sort of an issue? Well, here's what's strange. the the And by the way, just for clarity, the Mets have gone to the GM meetings without a GM. That's the problem. You think? That's when it became a problem for me. <laughs> when you go to GM meetings with no GM, that becomes a problem. There was a Seinfeld episode where George was out of work and wanted to... He's trying to figure out what he could do next. And, and he, he said, I could be a GM for a baseball team. And Jerry said, well, they generally give those jobs to people in baseball. Yeah. No more. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> now the Mets are just, they, put, they they actually went old school. They put a, a wanted ad a wanted ad in the newspaper. <laughs> I saw it listed on Indeed.com, Oh, my Jerry. God. Would you be surprised at this point? I mean, really? Could you fire off a resume to the like? They would. Sure you could. Someone would open that envelope yeah. up with your resume. You could send an email to Sandy Alderson with, with a resume, with Why a cover not? letter. Yes, of course. Hi, Sandy. I've been. You, I, if my name sounds familiar, I've been working at WFAN for almost fifteen years, where I've learned the ins and outs of Mets baseball. <laughs> I feel like I could be your new general manager. Well, I think you'd have to give reasons other than just that you've worked here for the last fifteen okay. years. But 100% you could send a resume. Hell, you might even get... I remember back in the day when I wanted to be a rock DJ. Yes. I sent a tape and a letter to K-Rock. And like months went by, I'm like, oh. And then all of a sudden, one day I got a letter 
in the mail from K Rock. I'm like, wow, cool. Opened it up and it was one of these just formatted letters. Thanks yeah. for your, you know, your application. But on the K Rock letterhead, which was cool. Yes. So what I was going to say is I wouldn't even be surprised if you, you're not going to get a letter, if you got an email, even if it's auto generated right. and a response from the Mets that we will take your resume and application under consideration. Thank you for your resume. We as, should do that. As you can imagine, we've gotten a lot of response. I Could I apply to be a base coach? Yes. Yeah, of course you can. I think I should Jerry, do that. this is America. You can be whatever you want to be. Yeah, you, to a point. To a point, right. You're probably not going to be the GM. Aim high for sure. Mm-hmm. Just know you're going to land a little bit lower. Because if you tell a room full of 300 people, you can be whatever you want to be. Right. And all 300 want to be president of the United States. Can't. Guess what? You're not going to be. Can't do it. it does, the math doesn't work out. In 1991. So how many years ago is that? Uh, 30. 30 years ago? Yeah. 91, 2001. Two, yeah. 30, 30 years ago. <laughs> 30 years ago. When I was graduating Kane University, I sent a letter to WPLJ. Okay. They had a, think about this production director yeah job open 30 years Super Z. i couldn't do that job <laughs> 30 years in the business i couldn't yeah you could i couldn't yes, you could. use that equipment well but yeah what balls time. i had to like uh send my resume i almost did that by the way here production director yeah joey defazio trained me for that job i almost took it how about that you would have been, been a different life path. Yes. I would have never met you. Right. I wouldn't be here anymore. Correct. And then who knows? I might not have my children. Who? Right. Everything changes. Every move we make, Jerry, changes, changes the course of your future. Exactly. Exactly and right. our destiny. 537, we could talk forever, but I do think we have to take a break. And then when we come back, we've got more on life, lawyers, and sports. That's right. That's a Wednesday show. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Earth, wind, and fire, quarter to six. By the way, is Thanksgiving two weeks from tomorrow? I guess it is, right? Mm, I think so. Could be, Jerry. I think because today's the 10th, 11th, yeah. Be two 20, weeks. 25th, yeah. How about Cowboys that? Cowboys must be playing, right? It's Thanksgiving. Who they got, Jerry, on That's Thanksgiving That's a really day. good question. I want to say the Raiders, but I'm, not, Ra- I'm not sure. About, you know what? I'm not sure about that. Can you that. Google that, Jerry? I will. A, now that you mentioned Thanksgiving, I'm going to start preparing. You like can I actually like to, do some new Thanksgiving tips well, for the uh, first time in eight years. <laughs> eight years. I bet you I made those things ten years ago now. Uh, the Lions. Have a great Thanksgiving. F off, everybody. Exactly. Uh, Bears, Lions. Oh, oh, God. Wow. Come on. And that's, that's always like horrible. They always get the best time, too, because they're not interrupting your dinner. Like the Cowboys always play at 4 o'clock or whatever. 4.30 now, It always yeah. interrupts dinner. You miss something. You come back. 21 points have scored, and Bear. you don't know what went on. The one thing I'll say about Bears the Lions, it's the one. It's the only time every season I look forward to the Lions game. Correct. Only because it's Thanksgiving. Yes. You probably just watch the parade. And then it's all right. We settle into some Lions football, and by the end of the first quarter, you realize this is why I hate watching the Lions because they're terrible. Have a great Thanksgiving. You know what? Kill yourself. <laughs> Raiders Cowboys of four thirty. I was right. And then the sun uh, the Sunday night, the Thursday night game, the Thanksgiving night game. Yeah, Bills and Saints in New Orleans. 
which mm. is really cool if the Saints had a good quarterback. Yeah. But they don't. They don't have one. I actually want to go, I think next year, because this year is shot at this point. I want to get back to going to Dallas for Thanksgiving. I did it one time, and it was awesome. You take the family with you, or you I go would, yeah. solo? No, 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 no. <laughs> I take oh, you my take wife the whole and family, kids, of okay. course. And then you go to Dallas, have some Dallas turkey, that sort of thing. Yeah, we did it one time in 08, the last year at Texas Stadium, and it was a blast. All right. I would like to do that again. Jerry, I got a uh, uh, Twitter from Robert Mullen who says, Today is the 246th birthday of the greatest fighting force in the world, the United States Marine Corps. That's awesome. How about a shout-out? Well, you just did. Again, like Vito, you just gave a shout-out to the U.S. Marine Corps. Could you ever imagine joining the Marines? Like, that was the one. I mean. I had a friend of mine that did, but no. Army, yes, and not that I could get through that either. But for what the Marines, for maybe because those commercials were so intense and they were intimidating. Yeah, the Marines made it seem like like the the military seems very difficult to, to do. The Marines seemed like. A level even above I, I, that. Agreed. I, and I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I agree. Those commercials were intimidating. Very intimidating. Guy in the perfect outfit. Yeah. And that shiny sword. The few. It looked like. Proud. The Marine. It looked like a lot of push-ups in the Marines. Yeah, in a particular. lot of running. Running, push-ups, yeah. wearing your suit perfectly, Making your sure your bed was done. Uh, right. Making sure your bed was Which done. Which comes back to that whole inspirational speech from the uh, lieutenant or the sergeant, or I don't know what his role was, colonel, captain, about make your bed. I would always hire a Marine if I was in charge of hiring, because that a person who made it through the Marines... He's going to be here every day early. He or she, Jerry, they also that, accept women. That's Yes, that's exactly right. How about that? That's true, Jerry. As I think, Eddie, I think he just talked to my headset and mentioned Sandy, who I think was a Marine. Sandy who? Sandy from Greece. <laughs> Sandy who? Sandy Alderson. Oh, really? Yes. A Marine. He's a military man for sure. I don't know if he was Marines or not, but yes, he was a military guy. I also believe a Marine, like Sandy Alderson, would be a perfect example. A Marine would always be able to beat somebody, a non-Marine up. You would he, think. I'll tell you what a Marine can't do, though. What? Apparently hire a GM in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Marines can't pull that off, Jerry. <laughs> Apparently not. Oh yeah, yeah. You think you could even get through a day of basic training? No. Yeah. Not now. I mean, I'm not now. Not ever. Not when I was 17, 18. No. That seems like a very difficult it's life hard. path. Yeah. It's, it's that's why the few, the proud, the Marines, yeah. or the Army. Same thing. I remember just like high school football double sessions. I was like, my God, could you imagine being? It was killer. And I'm thinking, could you imagine the military? What this got to be like? Oof. You know what I say, Jerry? Semper Fi. You don't say that ever. Semper Fi. You never say that. You punks. I used to play golf with an older gentleman. His name was Mel, who was a Marine. And he would, after every round, Semper Fi. He I would, would get, always say that. I would definitely get that Marine logo tattoo. How I was would a you not? Right. That's a badge of honor right there. Yeah. You see that on somebody's Absolutely. arm? Absolutely. You were not messing with them, Jerry. No doubt. I did see Brian Cashman made a little news yesterday. He's the Yankees GM, Jerry. Did he make news, or are we just putting out his quotes? We're just putting out his quotes. Brian Cashman sucks. Oh, I'm sorry see, to hear that. That's terrible. Uh, they mentioned, uh, you know, obviously looking for a shortstop, he said, and uh, center field. And then Aaron Hicks was like, what? Did Aaron Hicks say that? No. Or you just make that part up? They uh, No, but they put a picture in the paper next to the Brian sure. Cashman quotes. That made it look like Aaron Hicks was going, what? Well, if, but let me ask you this: what the? If you're the, if you're Brian Cashman and you're yeah. the Yankees, and I think there was news on Aaron Hicks, didn't he just get engaged? Yes, he did, right? Yeah. To oh, someone... to Tiger Woods' niece. Yeah, that's right. 
Um, if you if you're Brian Cashman and you're the Yankees, he's never healthy. Yeah, he's so not there. So what are a you lot. supposed to do? That lights a fire under his butt. Yeah, he does have a sweet swing, Jerry, when he's playing. Aaron when Hicks. he's healthy, he's a really good sweet player. Swing, but he hasn't been on the field. A sweet swing to the short porch. Sweetest you know swing, saying? Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, I agree. No doubt. Yep. Second, Jose Canseco. No, it wasn't. That was violent. That wasn't <laughs> a sweet swing. Come on now. You're out of your mind. Aaron Hicks, second. <laughs> you know who swing I loved when he was here was Sir Didi. Oh, Didi right. Regis. Oh, Didi's what a great swing a great in that swing. stadium. Great swing. What about your boy Strawberry? I loved him. Oh, Strawberry. Good oh, 100%. swing. 100%. Yeah, Good yeah. swing. Of course. That long, looping swing that made him strike out a lot, but God, he had some majestic home runs. You know what a nice swing? Dave Kingman, Jerry. That would... guy could put a ball out on the street. By the way, tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah. Which means we do. What do we do again? 80s NFLer this week. Okay. Against an 80s rocker. Do we have a year yet? 1989. I told you that last week. We're going late 80s. 1989 football players. Correct. Or 1989 rockers. Right. All right. And this this week, Jerry, not only am I going to get the players and rockers right, I'm going to get them on their correct team slash bands. Well, you think that. Well, the bands, yes. I mean, you've had no problem with that. The teams you've had a little bit of an issue with. I have had a little bit of an issue. Uh, speaking of older uh, football players, Jerry, as I segue in, uh, Frank Gore. I'm Boomer Esiason. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Gore, who played yeah, a long interested. time, Jerry. Stupid. Long time, Frank Gore. Whatever. He's going to box former Nets point guard Darren Williams. They're boxing each other, Jerry. Cares? This is what boxing has become. I know. A four-round match before, like, on the undercard or something. Of another weird boxing match. So like one of the Paul guys? Jay, yeah. You know, I, I was, couldn't be less interested. Jerry, when I see this, I think of the great overnight host, Tony Page. here, Who at the loves event. boxing. The man loves boxing. Yeah. And this is what boxing is now. It's just... Embarrassing. You embarrass yourself, yeah. boxing. I totally agree. Think of the days of, you know, Muhammad Ali. Not even that. Even just the 80s. It was still really relevant and popular. Like, it has crashed hard. Come late, on, man! Late 90s, just even like the... Uh, who are the the late ninety Evander Holyfield, Evander Holyfield yep. Mike Tyson stuff like that was that George was, Foreman was still George fighting. Foreman was still boxing was. people and grilling meats. I know, yeah. And now we're just talking about Logan Paul, the other Paul. They're fighting, uh, they're and, boxing each other. And you know what, Al? At the end of the day, it sells celebrity boxing. Right? They make money with the pay per view, which fascinates me. But this made it seem like these two guys like want to be boxers now. Maybe they do. You know what I mean? They're like still they, elite athletes. Yeah, they are still like elite Like Darren athletes. Williams can't be more than, how old is Darren Williams? Well, he had is that he big. even 40? He had that big night playing basketball when, when uh, Boomer and Carton called uh, the, the Nets game. Remember he like hit all those threes in a row? Yeah. Yes. He's 37. 37. So he's still probably in elite shape. Right. I would think. Who's he fighting again? Frank Gore. And Frank Gore is right around 40, I think. By the way, Frank Gore is like a top 10 rusher of all time. Yes, he is. Isn't he two in yards? He's number two? Isn't he? He's past Walter Payton? Mm, maybe not. I know Emmett Smith is one, Jerry. He's a cowboy. Maybe not. You could be wrong. I could be wrong about that. Hold on. I'm going to take a look. I'm going to take a look. we got to make sure we get this right. All-time rushers. Uh, Emmett, he's three. Give me the top five in order. Five. Well, number you, one. You know who number one Emmett is. Emmett Smith. Right. Emmett, Walter Payton. What's interesting about number three and Frank Gore, and we got to take a break, he's only 700 yards behind Walter Payton. And then Barry Sanders and then Adrian Peterson, who's playing again. But Adrian Peterson's in the 14,000s. So he'd have to have a monster season 
to get to Gore. He could pass Barry Sanders, though. He's only approximately 350 yards away from Barry Sanders. Jerry, will Adrian Peterson pass Emmett Smith? It's 5.52. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up and get you to Boomer and Geo right now on Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on college basketball being back. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we'll get you to Boomer and Geo in just a moment. Uh, nice night for the Devils. They clocked the Panthers last night. Nick's back in action tonight. Nets as well in Orlando. What else? I see that Odell Beckham, Jerry. He's no one wants uh, him. cleared away. The Patriots <laughs> seem interested in him. I'm kidding. That'd be a good spot for him. Why? Because for Bella, because guy. if anybody's going to handle him, I think it would be Belichick. Well, he got a young quarterback. That's a bad spot. But he's got Belichick. That's Belichick. the difference. I think a young quarterback and a young coach, disaster. Yeah. Belichick there, he rules. It's, it's so his weird. rules or none. Like he hasn't been good. In a very long time. No, he hasn't. And yet, it seems like it was, oh my gosh, you got to get Odell Beckham Jr. here. Well, I think people He's are enamored best. with the talent and yeah, the that potential. One, that one catch, Jerry, against yeah. your Cowboys. He did. If that he was a big make, catch. If he didn't make that one catch, Jerry, we then, wouldn't even be talking about him. Then he would not have become a mythical figure. Right. That was a mythical catch. Do you remember after that year? Yeah. He went to Europe. And he was treated like the Beatles out there. Oh yeah, remember people that? People were running around chasing Odell Beckham down. It was there was video of just mobs of people following him around. At one point, he stood on the car to salute his people. It really was crazy. <laughs> and he popularity. reminded me, wasn't he on uh, WFAN and WFAN FM and HD One New York, an Odyssey station.